He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Oh, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Evan Wexel of the podcast Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Uh, we are in the midst of Bon Jovi Week, so I figured I would throw an extra interview with another one of my Facebook friends because that's what I do here. I interview my Facebook friends whether I know them or I don't. But this week, the Cubs just won the World Series, so I am adding Cubs Day into Bon Jovi Week. So I'm going to interview a Cubs fan who's also a Bon Jovi fan, Darcy Rojas. Before we get to her, I do want to tell you, for my new listeners, please uh, check out all the episodes, all the random people I have spoken to at awkwardwithevan.com. And if you like me on social media, there is at awkwardwithevan on Facebook and Twitter. And this is a podcast you can get on your iTunes podcast app. You can get it on from the Google Play Store, from Stitcher, from TuneIn Radio, and just look up Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel or just Socially Awkward Evan. I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, but let me get my guest in this episode. Uh, she's a fun gal. She's great to know. Uh, when we were younger, we were – uh, we would follow Bon Jovi around uh, a few times in the Northeast and the Midwest, and uh, she would always find ways to like meet the band and uh, always silly stories. And uh, proud to call her my friend. The last time I saw her, I think, was at uh, this fan club only show in Sayreville, New Jersey. But today, you get Darcy Rojas in 2016. And we're talking Jovi and those world champion Chicago Cubs. Okay, we're here on Socially Awkward. Bon Jovi Week continues. And I am with another good Bon Jovi fan friend of mine. And now I can say that she's a world champion. Darcy Rojas from Chicago. Hi. Take us through the World Series. Were, were you in the same place for every game of the World Series? No. Well, for the the championship that got them into the World Series, I was at that bar. And then I was at that same bar yesterday when they won the World Series, which is about a five-minute walk from Wrigleyville. Oh, so this wasn't Murphy's. Murphy's is like the famous one. Oh, God, no. Yeah, Murphy's is way too crowded to get yeah. into. I was actually surprised I got a table even like five minutes away from Wrigleyville. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's okay. That's okay. I've done interviews with Beckett in the background <laughs> on his tablet. It's Here, so, go watch your show, buddy. It counts as two yeah. interviews at once. Yeah. Wait, there's another. Oh, is that a. Yeah, that that's a, Dominic, the three year old. What is, what's the star <laughs> flag hi. behind hi. you? Selfie. Hello. You want to do a yeah. selfie? I think he's saying Bon Jovi. Oh, that's right. That's how we do it. Um, cool. So you were at that bar last night, pandemonium. Could you compare? Oh my it to god, anything? it was insane. I mean, did you? I mean, did you watch the game? I was. I've been rooting for the Cubs all series, but it's kind of rough because it's kind of like a good guy versus a good guy in terms yeah. of the World Series. But I was. I was working during it. I was falling out on my phone, and I knew they were up. And I was listening to actually the bottom of the eighth on the way home. Yeah. So then I watched the ninth to the tenth. Like I just couldn't believe it. It was 
it was a roller coaster. It was up, down, up, down. And then the, then when the Indians like tied the game up and then we went into the 10th inning and then there was a rain delay. Yeah. And we're all like, what is going on? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know, but it was almost like a divine intervention because they needed that break to go right. back to the dugout. And they had like a great pep talk from Hayward, one of the players, and like, got their mojo back and and then won. So I mean what looked like it was going to be insanity um it was amazing. It was so much fun. I just think if it was a, ro- a a long rain delay, I think they're joking that couldn't one team just fa- one team's fans turn to the other team's fans and be like you just want to call it a tie. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's no way. You don't you have no idea how crazy Chicago is about the Cubs. They are so crazy, myself included, about a team that ha- like literally hasn't won a championship in 108 years. Yeah. They haven't even made it to the World Series in 71 years. Yeah. And every single ball game sells out every yeah. year. So, I mean, there's just no way. Like, we... If we're going to go in order of turns, like it's our turn, yeah. so we can have another championship. <laughs> it's good. Theo, someone joked, uh, I think a, a journalist said, Theo, now that he did this for the Red Sox, he did this for the Cubs, now he can join the New York Jets and uh, help out the football Jets. So that would be, I'd appreciate I, it. I think we need to keep him for a little bit yeah. longer. Well, you guys have a great, a great crew, great core of players, so I'm excited. I just thought you guys were deeper, even though you were willing to – to go to John Lackey in game four, even mm-hmm. though they went back on short rest, uh, you guys were in it for the long haul. Cause it seemed like the Indians had the upper hand for even like the first five or six games. Yeah. But then, uh, you guys, you know, that's what a seven game series is all about. Yep. The same thing happened in the championship series. You know, we were down three games to one and came back and I'm in the divisional series right. and came back and I mean, the championship series. Yeah. They came back to win to get to the World Series. So, it, you know, they're fighters. Yeah, I and mean, I guess it's ironic because that's what helping, happened to them with the Marlins. The Marlins came dip back from 3-1 down. And yeah. uh, LeBron was actually that. in the building last night rooting for the, the Indians. And mm-hmm. J.R. Smith was taking his shirt off. And they had the 3-1 deficit. So I guess it was reverse karma for the Cubs last night. I was at night. that game, actually, in Florida. Oh. <laughs> The day before the crazy Bartman stuff, I went to Florida to watch him play in the playoffs yeah. and came home the next day, got on a flight and got off the plane to find out what happened. And I just <laughs> could not believe my eyes, like my ears, my eyes, like I, it was crazy. Does anyone know Steve Bartman's whereabouts right now? No, but I, uh, one of the players like was giving an interview last night after mm-hmm. the game that I saw and somebody asked him that question and I love the response. Um, it was, he, I think it was Carl Edwards Jr. He said, you know, I'd love to know where he is. I, you know, I think that, you know, that we should offer him something, like do something yeah. nice for him or something now. I don't know. I think that would be great. I think the yeah. way that that all went down, it wasn't really his fault. But, you know, the Cubs fans are very um, superstitious. And <laughs> maybe now that there's like no more curse or the curse is broken or whatever, uh-huh. you know, people can forgive him. Yeah. And I was also, I was impressed with Carl Edwards Jr. He looked, I never really saw him pitch. He kind of has a little like Mariano Rivera in him. Mm-hmm. Like he's a very sleek, smooth pitcher. So that was kind of cool. And it yeah. was cool to see you know, the unexpected people play a role in innings nine and 10. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, starters. Like they brought pe- starter pitchers in to like try yeah. to, you know, close out the game and stuff like that, which is uh, Joe Madden is um he's a great manager. Like he do- he doesn't like he keeps everyone relaxed. He doesn't do everything like always the way people would expect him to. Right. And I think it's really worked out. Like his strategy has really paid off for the Cubs. So bless you, buddy. Yeah, I have like Frank Kona rubbed off on him too much because I feel like there were so many quick hooks. Like taking the starters out, there were so many quick hooks with the starters, and like you give up one run and it's like you're done. Taking yeah, out the fourth. Right. Yeah, he pulled, yeah, right. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Okay, well, let's switch over because when did I last saw you probably at was it a Bon Jovi fan club only show? Was that the last time I saw you in Sayreville? Um, how what year was that? Is this 2009? Maybe. Probably, yeah, probably good. Have and have you been to a show since or yeah, okay. I went, um. Actually, Dominic was born. My three-year-old son was born yeah. on the day that Bon Jovi was in Chicago on July 12th, nice. 2013. Nice. <laughs> so I didn't go to that show, but I did go to one show after that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Where? When did you start becoming a fan? Like, what was the era? What album was out? And... Um, I was 10. Okay. So it was 1987, and Bon Jovi was my first concert that I ever went to. Wow. And... The, and I loved them ever since. I became what, a huge fan. What was it like? I guess you were hearing like the slippery when wet songs and Yeah, I think like... it was actually um the New Jersey tour that I went to. So I became a fan during Slippery When Wet, but actually saw them in concert in the New Jersey tour. Nice. Do you have favorite famous songs of theirs? Well, I, I mean... love the whole New Jersey album. That's my favorite album. Um what? specifically one like i'll be there for you always holds i'll never forget being like 11 (laughs) years old sitting in my bedroom watching that video over and over (laughs) i just remember i didn't get until 92 and i was just like you know i was a you know an emotional teenager and i'd listen to in these arms like if a girl if a girl liked me and a girl never liked me so i just listen to in these arms and then i'd switch over to these days and i'd be that would have some sad stuff on there um is there like hidden jewels on the albums that have not been singles that you that you really love? Like are oh, there like God. favorite songs that maybe they don't even play in concert mm, that you wish yeah. they would? Ooh, there's there's a lot of them. Um, there is um, well, so there are songs like especially off of the New Jersey album that they would never play in concert. But I did go to one concert. I think it was in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like maybe into I don't know two thousand early two thousand and they played the entire New Jersey album so oh, like cool. wild and wild is the wind is one of my favorite songs oh, yeah. off that album and that. I've only heard them play that song once out of like you know I don't know I'll probably I don't know a hundred Bon Jovi shows <laughs> I don't even know how many I've seen. Uh, what's your best encounter you think with the band, whether it was John, Richie, I know we've, we've tracked them in the Midwest. One time I had a phase where we were tracking them in the Midwest from like Tinley park to, uh, I forgot where else, but do you have like a favorite encounter with them? Uh, like uh, with them? Yeah. Like where they, you get to say hi or you get to mm-hmm. meet them or. It was probably the first time that I met the band. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I didn't meet Richie that day, but I met John and, Dave, Brian, in Milwaukee yeah. with my with my friend our friend John Malazzo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 
we found we saw their uh, bus and we were just like waiting outside of the bus um and they came out and they were doing um a show at a small bar in Milwaukee that night and it was a radio only show and oh, you needed cool. to win tickets and I'm not from the Milwaukee area so I don't have the radio stations or anything and John didn't win tickets but we met John took a picture with him and nicely asked him if he could get us into the radio show <laughs> and he did and it was amazing there was like 100 people there oh that's amazing what year was that was that like 2001 ish or yeah yeah, yeah about 2001 mm-hmm. yeah I, mean, well, I remember we met we waited i think john and i were like walking outside the hotel and you ladies were uh you were waiting in a hotel they were having a hotel party after like one of their milwaukee shows or chicago mm-hmm. and then you guys wanted me to follow them into the bathroom you saw john walk <laughs> into the bathroom you're like evan follow john into the bathroom and i followed him in to the bathroom, but he wasn't there. I think he was in a stall, but <laughs> Dave Bryan was there. Yeah, I So I took a piss next to Dave Bryan, and I think he was just rambling about something about a cucumber. Yeah, and, and then I asked him, I go to Dave Bryan, did you sign the cucumber? And it was like an instant like pause in the conversation. Like, I don't know what the context of the conversation was, but there was just silence. But then I heard John laughing from inside the stall. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the most awkward one. But I do remember Richie came over and got pictures with all you guys. So that was cool. He yeah. was really nice. Um, nice. What what does Bon Jovi? Are are you heard the new stuff? Are you? You know, honestly, I have not uh, really been listening to the new stuff. Um, It's a little. It's been a little hard for me since Richie left the band. He was always one of my favorites. Sure. Um, And you know, to be honest, like the way that they change the ticket prices and stuff, it's like you know, it's not the same as it was when we used to pay like eighty bucks and be in the second row. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now you got to pay like a thousand bucks if you want to be like in the first. I don't even know. I think it's I mean, even more than that. If they could sell it, so be it. But yeah, they definitely want to, you know, show some love to the to the fan club because we're we're the wacky ones. We're the right. ones that they, will go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a little disappointing because I'm spoiled and I won't go unless I could sit in the first few yes. rows. You know, it's not worth it to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Has Dominic ever been to a show yet, or has he been? No. Or does he have a favorite Bon Jovi song? No. Uh, actually, I do. Sometimes Dominic wants me to sing him to sleep, and I'm like not a good singer at all. I'm sorry about my voice. I've been screaming for no, like a week. No, this is the best. But um, I he, I was singing baby songs to him, and then he goes, "Sing me something new. Sing me something new." So recently, I started singing "It's My Life" to him, oh. and so now he requests that when it's time for bed. He says, "Sing It's My Life," and he's never heard the song. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I actually should play it for him. You should. Cool. Well, I'll let you go get get your other little one uh, from school. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. Is there uh, an album recommendation for non-fans or uh, is there a song recommendation for non-fans to discover of Bon Jovi's that has been buried in the discography or uh, is there an album that's your favorite that you want them to check out? Well, I, if you're not a Bon Jovi fan and you've never heard Bon Jovi, like it all started with Slippery When Wet and yeah. New Jersey. And I think those are still their, some of their classic albums. They have a lot of other stuff like you were talking about these days, which is a great album, too. Yeah. Um, I would start with any of those. and Cool. Um, yeah. All right. Well, cool. We'll stay on. And uh, I want to say thank you for coming on and making the time for me. I, I yeah. wish your voice a healthy return. Thank you. And uh, congrats to the Cubs. Thank you, Evan. All right, Great to talk to you. You got it. See you, Darcy. Okay. Bye. Okay, that was Darcy Rojas joining the Socially Awkward Army. 
that is this podcast. Um, there's nothing really to promote about her. I would just say check out Bon Jovi, uh, check out the Cubs, check out the song that Eddie Vedder wrote when he performed at Wrigley Field over the summer. And uh, the Cubs did a nice little tribute thing with it. So it was nice to to see them win. I'm a Yankees fan, but you know when you're watching a series, you always maybe I don't know if you want to re- you watch sports this way. I want to root for the team that has the bigger upside in terms of like what would raise the morale of the bigger audience if if that team won. And I thought maybe the Cubs would uh, mean more to life overall. Apologies to people in Cleveland. I was kind of rooting for you guys at the same time because honestly, being a Yankee fan, we traded one of our closers to the Indians and we traded one of our closers to the Cubs. And uh, for Bon Jovi people, Bon Jovi fans, uh, people who know of Bon Jovi, their new album is coming out uh, today. Hopefully this podcast drops on Friday, November 4th. Um, so I know that's when uh, my account's going to be charged because I pre-ordered the album. Um, next up on Socially Awkward, I think I'm going to do one more fan that I kind of teased in my last episode, this very well-known Bon Jovi fan from Italy. going to bring him on, see if he's willing to chat with me. Uh, a lot of fans know about this guy. He's a great guy. Um, I did not mention because it's a shorter episode this time around. Uh, please, if you like this podcast and like what I'm trying to do here, and what I'm trying to do here is talk to every single one of my Facebook friends, which will take me over a decade, but I think I can do it. Um, it's I'm trying to interview Facebook friends, whether I know them or I don't. If you want to support what I'm doing for as little as a dollar a month, you can go to patreon.com slash funny Evan. Um, there you can kind of see what my fundraising goals are and and what kind of uh, membership tiers you can achieve by being a recurring supporter of the show. Um, for as little as a dollar a month, you can see the feed and see all my uh, insider uh, reveals and rumors about the podcast. There's also tiers where I can give you my uh, Evan Wexel cell phone wallet. I can give you uh, some consultations at a reward tier. I could even give you title sponsorship of the podcast um, for supporting me. So um, there's more information on that at patreon.com slash funny Evan. But at the very least, if you don't want to give me anything, please at least uh, take the time to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or TuneIn Radio. And if you can write a review, uh, it helps me out a great deal. Five-star review, uh, huge help. Um, so that way it goes beyond just people that know me or know of our, me through Facebook Um yeah, so we're going to try to reach bigger audiences. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I want to thank Darcy one more time. And the awkwardness will continue on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Visit awkwardwithevan.com. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.